It's the first episode of 2023, and we are off to a great start. Doug and Brad chat with Travis Deans, the Northeast Regional Coordinator of the National Network of Youth Ministries and founder of Nine Month Mission Trip. After Doug and Brad become deeply enamored with Travis's 80s memorabilia, Travis and the bros talk about Travis's story, the Nine Month Mission Trip, now you can help a young person in your life live for Christ right where they are. Some of the links mentioned in today's podcast are listed in the description. Ready? Let's go, Matt. All right, everyone. Happy New Year and welcome back to Go Mad with Doug and Brad. Oh, new podcast episode, New Year. This is exciting. We are so glad you're listening. Thanks for being with us. Brad, how was your holiday? You know, uh, it was really good and uh, exhausting. And yeah, uh, yeah but, with but kids, I loved it. With kids, it's for, forget Santa bringing toys. Have them come vacuum after the the, the living room is. A you complete... cannot vacuum safely. It will pick up all of the new Legos. <laughs> so that presents. is. Also, oh, I don't step on them. It's I'll take not, that. You can't do that, um, Jesse. How about you, man? Did you have a good holiday there? I did. It was very chill, and we actually went out to eat on Christmas Day. You went out to eat on Christmas what? Day? Did Where'd you go? Like Christmas Story. Remember Christmas Story? They have to go to a Chinese yeah. restaurant. Did you have to go to that, a Chinese restaurant? I mean, restaurant? that was kind of our story, except it was great. And I have no regrets at all. Nice. Oh, that is beautiful. awesome. That's beautiful. Jesse says words like chill, which um, reminds me that I'm 51. I'm not quite in a Jesse's, uh, what, third, early something. Thing. I'm He's still in my 40s. That younger generation. September. And all right, how's anyway. this for a segue? Speaking of younger generations, I am very excited about our guest today because he's going to talk a little bit about what it means to reach the younger generation. Now, you might be going, oh, I'm listening to this. My kids are already out of school or maybe they're already in high school. I'm not going to school. Is this for me? Well, it is because wait to hear what Travis has to say. It is because you're going to hear ways, practical ways that you yourself can reach young people and how you can encourage young people to be rescuers, ambassadors for Christ. That's what this podcast is always about. Brad, you remember your high school years, I'm assuming? One of them. uh, It's been a while. (laughs) Uh, I think I remember the senior year because it gets further away. And I, I will say that I see these things pop up. There's reminders about reunions. And I'm just like, oh, man. it can't be that long. They just, I, what was it, 30? Uh, I think yeah, we just yeah, passed 30. 30. And I'm like, wow. But I will say, I do remember those high school years. What I, uh, one of the reasons we're excited to talk to uh, Travis Deans today, and we'll get to him in just a second, welcome him in, but is because of really what we learned growing up. But for those who have heard the podcast before, you know that Go Mad stands for Make a Difference. And our dad would yell that out the door to us all the time. They thought he was crazy. Up. Go yep. Mad! Neighbors confused. Go mad. But, but it was Go what Mad. What is Ron telling his children? He especially say Make a Difference in That's public it. school where we were going. That's it. And so that is what we're going to be talking about today. And do you remember high school years and and. Before? Yeah, but I don't. I when I bring them up to my kids, they they just are like, "What? Who are your heroes?" I was like, "Yeah, my, one of my heroes in high school was was a guy with the big mohawk and lots of like <laughs> gold chains. His name was Mister T." Oh, like, I thought you were talking B, about B.J. Thomas, but no, that was different. <laughs> he went to that mohawk. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But on my head. Uh, yeah, look, you don't have to look around very long to see. Uh, 
that this younger generation is desperate for Jesus. There are all those statistics out there, um, the Gallup ones, the Barna ones, that show you, man, we are living with young people that need Jesus so badly. And if you believe the polls, and I do, just look around, fewer and fewer of them know Jesus, fewer and fewer of them even believe in God, fewer and fewer of them care at all about the Word of God. And uh, we're with a, a great guy today. Yeah, let me that, tell you a little bit that about wants Travis. to do something about that. Yeah, I'm only, I I love when I can find a good bio online. So Travis, we're going to bring you in here. But I, you know, the bio is always great because there's more than I can get to, which is awesome. I mean, you're from Pittsburgh, and I will forgive you for that. Uh, we're <laughs> we're Jersey boys uh, in our history here. Graduate of Moody Bible Institute. You've been in full time youth ministry. Since 96, which is interesting because that's when I went into full-time uh-huh. ministry. So that's kind of cool on the same yep. track there. I was actually over at Wheaton College, probably while you were at Moody Bible no Institute. Um, that's right. So, yeah. And uh, you mentor youth workers. You equip students to share their faith. You organize youth ministry conferences. And you're the founder of something that's called Nine-Month Mission Trip. And we're going to get to that in a minute. But we want to get people a, a chance to get to know you on a, on a real deep, deep, Deep level, and so I've got a couple questions to throw your way. Cereal again? I'm not going to ask cereal this time. (laughs) I've got something much deeper. So, Travis, welcome to the show. First of all, thank you so much. It's great to be here with you guys. Now, I got to ask you first question: What do you want to be when you were a kid growing up? Well, believe it or not, I I was entertaining the idea of astrophysics. I wanted this. I was I was a Star Trek kid. You know, I love Star Trek. So anything that had to do with going into space. Um, I was thinking about it. <laughs> There's that natural connection between astrophysics and becoming a youth worker. Yeah. <laughs> well, just the natural progression. Turns there. out I wasn't smart enough to be an astrophysicist. So, <laughs> oh no, I don't, I'm going to be honest. I don't even know what that word means. You know, so. I was I was actually a little surprised there, Travis, because if I remember right from my, you know, connected with you a little bit and uh, just hearing a, I uh, hearing some of your background. You were you grew up on on a farm didn't you or or is that right i yes i did grow up on a farm and but i was actually born in new jersey so i'm uh i'm I'm one of you guys originally okay yeah, that's Wait. all right good we're back together oh, okay good you grew up on a farm i need i need to ask a a question here i've wondered about this for a long time you grew up on a farm how true is that thank god i'm a country boy song from john denver <laughs> Is it is it really? I mean, is that is life on a farm really like that? Or should we? Maybe we should just talk about that later and get into <laughs> why we're here. Travis is like, uh, what am I doing here again? I, you can I, take I, the boy out of the country, but you cannot take the country out of the boy. Oh, I love that! He just wrote a country song. <laughs> you did on our show. You did. Someone get three chords in here. I love that. You know, I, I have to tell you, Travis, that, Doug, I don't know if you have been distracted yet, but we, you know, this is an audio podcast, but we do, we connect by video with our guests, and I'm, I'm sorry, just distracted by what's behind I'm you, sorry, because what? I see Transformers, oh, am I, distracted? I see Knight Rider, oh, I, wow, see the, you're right, I see Brad. Optimus Prime, which I've got on my bookshelf behind me this at home. This is incredible. Wait a minute. From New Jersey. I mean, I just need to Woody, hang out with Travis. Same, same year starting, starting full-time ministry, Transformers. Travis, are you into like the the '80s toys thing? Come on! Yeah, this is this is my tribute to Generation X, and we have we have a chip on our shoulder about that because 
everyone forgets about <laughs> us. It's like we don't even exist. So we, <laughs> I we, love we all are a little bit have a little bit of anger issues about uh, you know being the, the generation that no one talks about, even though we're running everything. The now, generation so. <laughs> time forgot. There we go. That's right. So this is my tribute to the eighties. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, Brad's whole life is a tribute to the eighties. <laughs> All right, mine is. I am glad you cut uh, the mullet off over the Christmas break. For now. <laughs> For so now. listen, uh, this this nine month mission trip. What a great way to describe students reaching students. I love that that name. Um, Travis, so we've got people listening that are going, you know what? I do care about young people. I look around. I know how badly they need Jesus. Maybe it's your own kids. Maybe it's your grandkids. Maybe it's the neighbor's kids. Um, or you just see it in the news on TV and you go, I just wish there was something I could do about Mm it. Um, so, I encourage you, if you're listening to Travis today, talk about this ministry. You're going to hear things that you can do, too, as you listen to Travis's heart. So that's why, Travis, I wanted to start with ask you, how did you even get into youth ministry? What what made you go? I mean, it was astrophysicist, and, and at some point you go, because it's not easy work. It's not easy work. Brad mm-hmm. and I have right. been in full-time youth ministry before. If you're looking for... Uh, a job to do where you are always getting like thanks and kudos from the people you work with. That's generally not what you're going to always get from teenagers. Um, but it is, it's a calling and it is an awesome thing when a, a young person gives their life to Jesus and just see how on fire they become. So what started it all for you, Travis? Well, as a high school student, um, I used to listen to a radio broadcast that had a, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you guys the truth here. This radio broadcast had a huge impact on my life. Uh, it's called Saturday Night Live with Ron Hutchcraft. You ever heard of him? Wait a minute. <laughs> I've heard of that name. I just saw him what over Christmas. That? I'm almost positive at Walmart. No, wait, <laughs> wait it was awesome. in our house. That's really cool. <laughs> I listened to that every Saturday night. And that, I mean, wow. I, growing up on a farm, uh, he was like my youth pastor in some ways, you know, because I didn't... Wow. Um, uh, my church didn't have a big youth group. We had a, we had a, a teen Bible study, you know, but, um, but that, that did have a great impact on my, on my life, on my walk with Christ. Um, when I was a sophomore, um, I got involved in a ministry called Teens for Christ, which is a, a, a parachurch ministry in our area, which I'm still part of now. And it was during my freshman year of high school, I was uh, in I was in homeschool that year because our teachers went on strike, and uh, the teachers at my school uh, it was I, I graduated with thirty three people in my class. Um, hmm. though, oh, wow. It was a public <laughs> it was a public a school, public but school. it was it was small. Yeah, Turkey Foot Valley Area High School. It's a real place. Turkey Foot. <laughs> Turkey. What happened to the other You're foot? making up places now. Why wasn't Turkey feet? That's my now claim I'm to fame. I, um, so, they... <laughs> so my freshman year of high school, I was reading missionary biographies. You know, William Carey, Hudson Taylor, uh, Amy Carmichael. And um, sometime mm, during yeah. my freshman year, I sensed God calling me to be a missionary to my high school. Um, 
Wow. And so my my dad encouraged me to start a uh, a prayer group at school. Um, uh, my Teens for Christ leader encouraged me to start a Bible club at the high school. And um, I just I went back my sophomore year. I went back to back to Turkey Foot, which I think that would make a great movie someday. You know, back to Turkey Foot. <laughs> that would have a really cool eighty. I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I went back um, with this, just knowing that God was calling me to be a missionary to my high school. And so um, we started a Bible club, started a prayer group. Um, are even though Bible clubs were legally allowed by the Equal Access Act, you know, Congress had passed a law allowing clubs like that. Um, our principal was not a fan of having a Bible club in the high school. And so mm-hmm. he he was like, you know what? Instead of Bible club, we're going to call this, um, it, you know, you, you guys want to help students not do drugs and, and not drink, stuff like that, right? Like, well, I, I guess that's part of it. So he said, instead of Bible club, we're going to call this the drug and alcohol club. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> that, was the, that sounds that much was worse the than the, the Bible club. <laughs> not even the anti-drug and alcohol club. <laughs> That's not nope. false advertising at all. There couldn't have been any confusion. It was amazing how many coming. students showed up. <laughs> well, guess who shows oh, up goodness. to the first meeting of the drug and alcohol club? Oh, my goodness. I mean, it's... <laughs> This is amazing. So, so you were called as uh, you were a freshman in high school, and God was already talking to you about reaching students. Yeah, and uh, you know, it was it was. I just knew. I just knew that God had put that on my heart. Um, began praying for friends, sharing the gospel with friends, um, and uh, giving out New Testaments, giving out Bibles, and uh, we, you know, our Bible club did a lot of different things to share the gospel. So when I when I graduated, uh, I went to Moody, as you know, and uh, majored in youth ministry. Um, it just it seemed like a natural. Mm. I think that's what God is is calling me to do. And but when I graduated from Moody, I I wasn't sure what to do next. And so I came back to Pennsylvania, uh, started working with Teens for Christ full time. That was in '96. And at that time, there was um, some. Our ministry was going through some changes, and so there was, there was kind of a, a blank slate in terms of what we did as a ministry. And so one of the first things we started doing was, mm. when I got back, was helping students launch campus ministries in their high schools. Um, and so we would have a conference each summer uh, to train students how to do that, and we would uh, you know, go to their club meetings and, and help them plan ways to reach out and share their faith Um and so eventually, and I don't know, I don't know what year this occurred, but we started using that phrase nine month mission trip uh, to encourage students that listen, you're going back to school, it's a new school year, make it a nine month mission trip. Um, I love it. I had I had been on a mission trip in college to Nigeria, and uh, you know missions was was uh, something I loved and was passionate about, and it just made sense, you know. Um, God wants to send you to the place, to this place where it's full of people who need to hear about Jesus. Well, Travis, I love how you put that because the reality is, is that there's a lot of people who feel that you've got to go somewhere. You've got to get out of the country or whatever to do a missions trip. And the reality is, as you look at 
the stats that are out there, we know that if someone is going to choose Jesus, 94% of people who make that choice do it by the time they are 18. Wow. So if that's a Barna thing, it, it is. It? It's wow. out of a Barna study recently. And the reality is that if they graduate high school without Jesus, it, the reality is they just are likely going to live and die without Jesus. So, so that, to that have, must mean then that the church is putting 94% of their <laughs> um, budgets uh, towards reaching young people. Sorry. Right? I wasn't supposed wait. to laugh no? there, was I? Wow, no. that yeah, but I, I mean, actually, that's the reality is that where you're that is where the resources should be pouring into. And so, Travis, we know that that's not really how it goes, but you are doing something that is awesome. It, it very much is our heart, too, uh, as far as making sure you're empowering the younger generation to reach their own people that are all around them. So talk to us a little bo- bit more about nine-month mission trip. How do you go about this with these young people, and, and what are some of the tools you have for them that help them engage the people around them? Yeah, sure. Well, let me start with a scripture that, really applies to students and adults. Um, And I share this because, you know, when when I talk to youth pastors, I try to give them, you know, a scriptural basis for this nine-month mission trip idea because, uh, you know, if we don't want to add something new to an already full plate. What we want to do is say, listen, this is part of Jesus' plan for every disciple. Mm. Every disciple is supposed to be doing ministry. If you are a follower of Jesus, you're supposed to be doing ministry, and that includes students, young people, adults, all of us. And so in Luke chapter 10, you know, Jesus sends out his disciples on this short-term mission trip. He sends them out two by two, and they they go and they, they proclaim the kingdom, they heal the sick, they do all these things, and they come back with these incredible stories of how God used them. And I often say to youth pastors, and this would go for parents, this would go for grandparents. You know, what if you could send your students somewhere, you you pray for them, you send them out equipped, and then they come back with amazing stories of how God used them. Wouldn't that be a great part of their discipleship process? Wouldn't that help their walk with Christ so much? And of course it would. And the, the best, you know, th- they already have, this great place to go and do that, which is their schools. You know, they spend five days a week there. They spend eight hours a day there. If they're a sport, at least, or, yeah, right, yeah. If they play a sport or in, in a musical or something like that, it's more. Um, so they're already in this environment full of people who need to hear about Jesus, full of opportunities to do ministry. And so, for us as adults, it's just a matter of equipping and sending them and asking them to share and celebrate what God did as they went out. And so, you know, we, we try to just, listen, this is not something new or on top of what you're, you know, that you need to add to what you're doing. This is this is part of what being a disciple means. It means uh, going out every day, going out of your house, going out, out from your church, whatever it is, going out into the world and, and telling people about Jesus. Well, and I love that because the when you look at Jesus' model of ministry, we talk about it in the ministry we do with Native American young people and other young people and even adults that are uh, trying to make a difference, is Jesus' model of ministry, as you just pointed out, was pretty simple. It was learn it, do it, talk about it. 
And what he wanted to do when he sent the disciples out, it wasn't like, okay, go, see you later. It was <laughs> go, here's your mission. Come back. Now go do it. Now come back and let's talk about it. And I like what you said in there as far as kind of the, the model here that for anyone, young people or wherever you're at in your job and life or serving yep. in a church or whatever, yep. learn what you're what Jesus wants you to do, then do it. That's a huge part of it. But don't just keep it to yourself. Talk about it. Unpack it with people because that's how we learn how to take it even to the next level. I don't know if anyone listening has ever seen what happens to a church or a body of believers when the young people in that church start to get really passionate mm. about Jesus. And you think of that scripture. We all know that in 1 Timothy 4.12, you know, don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. But the second part of that, set an example for the believers in speech, conduct, love, in faith, and in purity— and, I mean, this is what it's all about, being an ambassador. My dad always says your situation is your assignment. Wherever God has placed you, that is your mission field. Um, that's why we love this ministry so much, nine-month mission field. My school is my mission field. I see that. I saw that on your website, That great, uh, some great yeah. blogs that you've written. Um, so, uh, Travis— we really want to make sure people go and for before we forget, tell us where people can find your ministry. Yeah, because you've got a few locations people can connect between app and everything else. Tell us how people can connect with you. Sure, yeah. Okay, so first, our website is ninemonthmissiontrip.com. That's a number nine for those who don't know. Number, yes, nine, number nine, not spelled out nine. So it's just ninemonthmissiontrip.com. Yes, that's right. Yep. And we're, we're working on uh, redoing that website. So uh, there should be a new site, uh, hopefully by the end of this school year. Um, but so that nine month, nine month mission trip.com. Then we have a new tool we, that we developed because most students uh, don't go to websites anymore. That's, that's, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, if it's not on your phone, it doesn't exist. And so over the summer, we launched a nine month mission trip mobile app. Good. And we have some training tools on there. You know, we encourage students, listen, a, a nine-month mission trip is as simple as praying for your school, caring about people, and sharing the gospel with them. You know, prayer, care, share. It's it's really that simple. And we have some folks that, that provide a little bit of training uh, on those three areas on the app. But the, the cool thing about the app is we have uh, stories on there of students who are doing this, students who are living this out, uh, you know, part of different ministries all over the country. But um, I just got a new one yesterday from a, a high school senior in Kentucky that I'm getting ready to post. And it's just incredible to hear a student share why they want to make a difference in their school and how God is using them. Um, so the app That's is a big awesome. part. And then um, and then we're also on, you know, we're on Instagram and Facebook and, and TikTok. So there's you know, all those social media uh, locations as well. Just if you just look up nine month mission trip, you'll find us on those things, too. Okay, perfect. You know, if you are listening to this and you have young people in your house or you have you know a family with young people or there's a youth group in your church whatever, we hope that you will introduce them to this 9-month mission trip something something along those lines to make sure that you are supporting young people becoming rescuers 
for their own tribe, as it were. I, I think what I really like uh, when I look at the app, I, I did check that out, and it really goes to that, that it's not just about, hey, form this group, do this at school, but it's about, it's stories that encourage them, ideas to inspire Practi- them. At practical stuff. ideas. This is a really good app. I mean, even if you even if you can encourage the young people you know to check this app out and give it a shot. Now, I've got to tell you, uh, Travis, the, what, I like, what I like about what you're saying here is, again, very much along with our heartbeat, that you can make a difference if you use your story to tell people about God's story. And you start by hearing their story. Hey, listen to people. Check out what they're saying and go from there and then share your story with them and get to the most important story there is, which is what Jesus yeah. has done for you. Now, here's the Absolutely. other question I've got for you. There are... Talk to the parents and grandparents that might be listening uh, right now, because I know one of the things that you've said is you want students to know they are not alone in standing for Jesus. Hmm. And when we look at that, we need parents and grandparents in on that. A a parent or grandparent might be listening to this and say, oh, I'm going to go tell my student to do this. I'm going to go tell them to do the nine-month mission trip. What are some practical ways you would say for a an adult to connect with a young person in their life to introduce this idea to them, to try to help pave the way to it so that it's not just about a parent's idea or an adult's idea, but where it really kind of shows the students what is possible for them. Yeah, sure. Um, well, I just want, I want to encourage parents. First of all, I am a parent. I have four children. So I'm, I am in the boat with you. My children are, I have a daughter and my oldest is in middle school. Mm. And so I'm in the boat with you. Uh, one of the reasons why I want to encourage parents and grandparents to challenge their students to make a difference is, number one, that's what my dad did for me. My dad, I remember distinctly the morning that my dad said, son, I think God is calling you to to do something. I, I think you need to do it today. Like, if you wait, you're not going to do it. Do it today. And I did. Mm. Um, his direct encouragement to me was it launched a whole lifelong uh, <laughs> ministry journey, and uh, so wow, amen. Don't want to under you know ne- parents never underplay the importance of what you uh, of how God can use you in your child's life. Secondly, I would say, uh, and this is this is the reason we do this on our on our app. One of the most encouraging things that I have found to help students. Uh, realize that their school can be a mission field, that they can make a difference, are stories of other students who are doing that. Um, mm. That's that that is honestly the biggest thing that I have found to be helpful when I speak at youth groups, when I speak at Bible clubs. I've done this for 25 years. I share stories when I hear what one student or one group of student is doing or does. I go places and I talk about that because it opens up their imagination. Because for most Christian students, you know, church and school are two different worlds that do not connect. And so when they hear another student their age who looks like them, who sounds like them, talking about, hey, this is how I'm making a difference for Christ in my school, that is powerful. Um, and so mm. that's that's why we put those stories on our app. I, w- I just want to say one more thing to par- about for parents is that Here's why this is important for your students to grab hold of right now. If they can serve Christ in their high school, they'll be able mm-hmm. to serve him anywhere. Right? Wow, if they, that's if they so, can see that's their, it. Yeah, if they can see their high school as a mission field, 
then wherever they go, college, business, the military, work, wherever they go in the rest of their lives, they'll be well prepared to serve Christ because they will have already faced the hardest test <laughs> that they'll ever face. Amen. What, Amen. An, what an incredible thought. You know, I mean, the fact that we, we all know the things you do when you're young, whether it's positive or negative, th- people, things people say to you, your parents, those things stick with you. And that is a great point, Travis, that, that if they are being a missionary in their school, then they will be on their sports team. They will be in their college. They will be uh, in their workplace and in their own families. Travis Deans, man, God, God bless you, brother. You are doing really God's work here, and uh, we've been there. We've done this. We know it can be hard work. Thank you for your perseverance. Thank you for your example and your amazing heart to reach young people so they can reach their their generation for Jesus. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. It's great to be with you today. Absolutely. And so from all of us, all of you listening out there, until next time, go, go mad. mad.